and welcome back to another episode of Code with Kingy where we are recapping the All Blacks final test as part of the Sign Lager series against the Fijians. Their second test, they won this one 60 points to 13. A bit of a shaky opening quarter before they well and truly pulled away towards the back end of the first half and then just added to their strengths in the second 40, bro. But yeah, I'll throw the mic to you, my man, and get what you thought of what transpired on Saturday night. Yeah, like you said, it was another slow start. Kind of seems like the All Blacks in the other tests too, they conceded the first points. Seems like they need that little wake-up call. Like the, I thought the hucker was the kind of like fizz up, but it's it's almost like the first three points they concede is the real like, oh shit, we're, we're here playing rugby. Answered a few questions too. I think a few more we were saying before, a couple of them numbers didn't have uh, in the back line, didn't have... Like, that's my number on it, other than Nugs. I think there's a few more boys that have uh, secured a spot in, in, in that. It'll be interesting to see how it goes going into the, the Bledisloe and the, the Rugby Championship to see how well prepared these games we've played will will be for the, the Bledisloe, if that makes sense. I think the thing for me, first and foremost, I think you hit the nail on the head uh, with just the, the wake-up call for the All Blacks. Like we're we're going to have to wait and see when we go up against the Wallabies and whoever else they're on after the, to see if we can really flick that switch as soon as the whistle blows for kickoff. The tough thing for the Fijians was that they were so up for it last week. It was just going to be a question of whether they could get up for it a second time round. And you could sort of see it in that opening quarter, but partly I think that was to do with the All Blacks nerves and them not still being fully settled as a squad. But you could see as that first half were on, even though the line out was pretty shaky for the All Blacks that, the All Blacks looked like they were sort of getting into a rhythm, but the Fijians were doing their best to repel them. And, I mean, that that ended with Sam Whitelock taking three points after turning down other kickable opportunities. And then pretty much Mwanga kicks that penalty and then the floodgates open. I think one of the big standouts for me as a whole was the scrum and how much of a weapon that was, which led to Severis's first try. And I think just set piece as a whole, the All Blacks didn't score off a continuity of phases. They set a great platform and then just worked off that. So you don't need to again, hit the point of the first try with a nice attack in line by Havillian and the offload to Reese. But yeah, again, like there's only so much you can take or there's only so much I'm taking away from these tests given the caliber of, of opposition. But the All Blacks definitely look better. And yeah, again, it's just going to be a waiting game up until we play the Australians. Yeah, I agree, bro. I think the Fiji and Tonga games were good to test out combinations. But I think now you've just got to stick to the combinations. You've got to say that uh, each player kind of had their opportunity to kind of put their name forward. And now going forward, we we just need to pick our 15 and really grow them going into the World Cup and going into the bigger tests. And I think that they've started to kind of do that. There was a few combinations that played in that final test against Fiji that I think you'll see going forward. Oh, Nug and Moanga are your 9 and 10. I think Havili and Leonard Brown are your centres. I'd go as far to say Reese and Jordan are your wingers. And then you've just got to kind of keep working on them. None of this kind of chopping and changing between 
especially our centers, you think about Smith and Nonu were so good for so long because they played all this super rugby together and they played all their all black together and they made each other better. We just need to pick our combos and kind of grow them. You know what I mean? No, you're, you're hundred percent on the money there. Uh, the only thing that I'd add to that though, is the, the revolving door that seems to be the all blacks outside backs. So you only have to look to last year. I think we touched on it on Wednesday night, how Caleb Clark was the next big thing. And now he's chosen to go off and pursue an Olympic dream and he's out of the frame. So, you know, when he returns next year for the All Blacks or even on a possible uh, end of year tour, you know, where does he sit in the picking order? Has that decision bumped him down? Uh, and then in the midfield, you know, you, you've got Jack Goodhue who's going to be out until early next year. And so is that, again, him out of the picture? And as a Villier answer at 12, he looked very, very impressive. He was probably one of the stronger performers on Saturday night alongside the likes of Luke Jacobson, who stood up um, in his first test match at home. And even on that point, I think that loose forward trio might be the one with Sam Kane mm-hmm. now. And, and even for me going forward, now I'm a big fan of Hoskins, Satutu, and Shannon Frizzell, but the the combination of Sevilla, Jacobson, and Iwani, all three players that are very good with ball in hand, but are equally as effective doing the stuff off the ball, you have them complementing the work that Sam Whitelock and Brody Retallick will do, and then you've got Scott Barrett coming off the bench. Again, like you said, I think if we're going to keep, you know, keep at combinations, and if that's going to be the, the best formula moving forward, I think there aren't a lot of changes I'd make to that team that ran out on Saturday. Yeah, I'd agree with you, but I'd uh, <clears throat> I'd swap Frizzell for Akira, and then I think that's your loose your loose trio, I guess. My only argument with Akira, and although both of them can play six and eight, so they're both versatile in that way, I feel like Frizzell's the, I mean, because again, they both got X-Factor, but he's probably the better athlete. He's the rangier one. He's probably got a bit more toe. So I feel like he's the one that's going to make a bigger impact off the bench, personally. Mm. Although I do I do think they both they would both be quite effective because, you know, Akita's no slouch when it comes to the power game. But I don't know. I think Akita's got a little bit more mongrel in him, you know, a bit more fuck you in him. And I think to start a game, that's probably what you want. And Frizzell seems to, you know, it's not that he floats, but it's, you know, the, the dominance that he's shown at the Super Rugby level hasn't quite carried over to the test arena and maybe you know that last half an hour is really where you can make his impact and that again that's just me going off what i've seen off the back of last year's tests and um the three tests that we've seen so far this year but i also want to make a special mention to the debutants uh samasone tokiaho uh, coming <laughs> onto the field very colsey-esque from last week and grabbing two dots has he thrown a bit of a spanner into the works when it comes to the third choice hooker for the rugby championship squad I think Asafor is probably going to get over his concussion symptoms or that stand-down period, which all those players have to go through. I think that's you know that's going to be up by the time the Bledisloe Cup test comes around. So has what we've seen from Saturday night enough to bump him down? I don't know. That could be a talking point. But yeah, I, again, I, I just think outside of maybe Ofatunga Fasi coming back from injury, so then he provides that tight head cover on the bench and maybe... No, actually, I think if you look at that 23 that was named on Saturday, so if you go with the back, so Iwani provides cover at centre and wing. Bowden Barrett, first five, full back and wing if possible, um, or if needed, sorry. Brad Weaver on the bench, and then you've got Frizzell, Scott Barrett, Dane Coles, 
George Bauer. So I'd promote, uh, so the starting front row for me would be Cody Taylor, Nepo Lalala and Carl Tuonukwafi. And then, yeah, you just bump out to the bench, you bring Tonga Fussy back in and then, yeah, the, the pretty much the rest of that team I'd have going into that Lidlzo Cup match. Are there any other changes for you? No, I agree. Um, the I suppose they've been kind of trialling out George Bauer and Nepo Lalala as your props, but I do agree Ofotunga Fasi will probably slot slot in there. Um, as for the, the debutant, I did say on Wednesday's podcast that I could actually see him playing. Then on Friday, out of nowhere, Colsey had a, a little ankle injury. I'm calling a bit of bullshit. I reckon Fozzie was listening to the potty, Kingy. <laughs> And I think he's he's listened and and good on you, Fozzie. He scored two meat pies for you, but um, yeah, I don't, you know I'm kind of keeping my advice a little bit closer to my heart. I want to see Fozzie make his own opinions and make his own decisions. I don't want to kind of be doing it for him from the potty, you know. But no, I agree with you, man. That's the 23 probably is your best 23 out, and and what I think is actually pretty cool is that the best 23, um, and we touched about it on Wednesday, the best 23 we put out. You know, 60-13, it's a big scoreline, but I wouldn't, yeah, it would be a drubbing, but it's not what you'd kind of, if you would have seen Fiji versus the All Blacks 10, 15 years ago, you wouldn't have seen that scoreline, you know what I mean? So I think it is actually cool. I'm seeing a little bit of growth in, in the other countries because 16-13, the Fijians shouldn't be kind of bowing their head to. And, and if they have more exposure and more, you know, they have, the Fijians that weren't able to play um, in the test and and more experience against the All Blacks, Australia, Argentina, Japan, South Africa in that rugby championship format, I think you're going to see, you know, in a couple of years' time, just that scoreline uh, getting smaller and smaller and smaller, you know? Well, that would be the hope moving forward. And I think that the thing that the All Blacks players have up their sleeves is that by playing domestically and having, uh, you know, knowing each other that well and a lot of them playing with each other at their own super clubs they had that advantage over a team like Fiji who only came together a couple of weeks ago and then even their coaching staff only got to be on the ground with them for a couple of weeks so there was just that advantage for for the Kiwi boys but yeah I, I again like you said I think there has been you know definitely growth in the international game and the hope moving forward is that yeah like you said we see more even tests rather than the uh you know what what really is a blowout score but i don't think that was a true reflection on the game or especially or last week's score definitely wasn't but yeah um i i do have to well i'm not going to say tip my hat to ian foster they did amend some of the blemishes that they had last week they did a better job at controlling their own ruck ball they were a lot more physical so they weren't allowing the fijians to win the game line when they were without the ball and set piece you know, besides those wonky throws by Taylor in the first 20-odd minutes, everything else was pretty sound. Again, you're only playing Fiji, who aren't going to put up as great a fight, I think, in those areas as some of the the stronger Tier 1 nations. But, yeah, a stepping stone, or a stepping stone, sorry, a step in the right direction for the All Blacks leading into the bigger games. Um, yeah. Again, I just want to reiterate how grateful I am for having had you on the podcast and having had you help me both preview and recap this final test. If you do want to jump back on, bro, please let me know and I'll be sure to get you on with some of the bigger games later in the year. But until I see you next one, man, stay safe and dry out there. 
Yeah, cheers for having me on, Kingy. Um, yeah, well, uh, we'll get me back on for the big games. I think Fozzie needs my uh, my input by the sounds. All right, my man. I'll catch you up. Later, Walt.